like Jersey Jerry. I think we 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 got a gold mine in Jersey Jerry. Oh, I'm heating up now. This is gonna be something special. Welcome to the Out of Respect Podcast. I'm your host, Jersey Jerry. And as always, we got a friend of ours here today. Nikki Numbers. Only difference is Nikki Numbers isn't on the couch. Nikki Numbers is in the booth today. Numbers wants to go over the NFL free agent moves that are going on right now what's going on guys we got a lot to go over today before we get right into it i'm going to give you a little background on numbers me and numbers met in kindergarten one day i'm going to school got my steelers backpack on mom's dropping me off walk up the stairs and see a couple kids playing kickball in the morning so I walk up to him, chatting with them, little kid shit, you know. Then I see a kid walk up to me. He's wearing a Cowboys jersey. I look at him and I say, hey, you like the boys? He said, yeah, I love the boys. I said, you're a sucker ever since that day. Me and Numbers would get into arguments every day about the Steelers and the Cowboys. I'm talking every single day at the lunch table, in the classroom, after school, walking home. Me and Numbers eventually started going to school together. We told our parents, we don't need you guys no more. We're going to walk to school together. So that's what we started doing. Walking to school, chopping it up, talking sports at five years old. Unless it's baseball season and we're not talking Yankees, we are constantly arguing with each other. And I think that just brings us a little closer together. Something like a love-hate relationship. You guys are going to get to know numbers a lot better over the course of this show. But for now, we're going to jump Right into it. Let's talk NFL free agents. Jerry, before we talk football, free agency, all that, I got to get this off my chest. I heard you on the Will Kane show. You had a lot of stuff to talk about Dak Prescott. And I understand the money. He's asking a lot of money. I get that. But you got to give the guy some respect. A little something. He's he's a proven winner. You're disrespecting him left and right like he's Brucey. I think you called him Brucey. Didn't you call him Brucey? He did call him Brucey. He's a winner. He, he He's a leader. And you're not respecting him the way you should. And it's been bothering me bad. Nikki, let me cut you off right there. I explained this to you last night. We're not talking Dak Prescott today, okay? We're talking the moves that are being made. Dak Prescott will get his money. 
And Dak Prescott is probably going to get a lot more money than he deserves. But we're talking the moves today. Brady, where's Winston going? Stephon Diggs getting traded. The Steelers making big moves for Ebron. We're talking Hopkins leaving Houston. Bill O'Brien must be on a pill with that one. Yeah, that that honestly, that was a terrible move. I mean, Bill O'Brien's done some good things, Penn State and all that. He's he's won some games, but if you're if you're Arizona, you basically got DeAndre Hopkins for about a ham sandwich. A ham sandwich, Nikki. Ham's about six ninety nine a pound right now. They got him for about I don't know, maybe a quarter lollipop at one of the bodegas on the corner. An all day sucker. So numbers. What has been your favorite move to this date in NFL free agency? Uh, I mean, it's tough to call, but a sneaky good move to me was uh, the Bills going out and getting Stephon Diggs. You got a young quarterback in, in, in Josh Allen who I like a lot. Give him some more weapons. Diggs can obviously play. And, and I'm excited to see what Buffalo's offense looks like this year. I think Diggs is a very, very good player. I do like him in Buffalo. But what I don't like about that move is Diggs is a proven hothead if he doesn't get the ball. And if Josh Allen doesn't get him the ball, there will be problems in Buffalo. Diggs might do... That thing they do in Buffalo, what do they do? The, 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 they smash people through the tables? The Bills Mafia? <laughs> You're saying he's going to put Josh Allen through a table? I wouldn't doubt that, Nikki. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get where you're coming from. And, uh, you know, Josh Allen, he's been improving. He's been doing a lot better. He gets the ball around. I see him getting better and better every year. But what we really got to think about now is how wide open is the AFC East? Tom Brady, gone. There's a uh, Bills might be the best team in the division now. So you're telling me just because Tom Brady left New England that automatically now the Bills are the team to beat in I the AFC so. East? I, th- I think so, yes. This they got is an th- argument for it, Jerry. Listen, this is where I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong because this. You know why Tom Brady is out of New England? Tell me. I'm going to tell you, Nikki. Tom Brady is out of New England because his ego. Listen, I I ain't saying that Tom Brady's not a good quarterback. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the reason Tom Brady has all those rings on his fingers are because of one man and one man only. Bill Belichick. And I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt if the Patriots Win that division. I wouldn't doubt it for a second. I mean, I certainly... W- I wouldn't be surprised. But, y- first of all, you got to think about who they're going to get at quarterback. Because they're not going to win that division with Jeff Stidham. And there's there's a few names out there I'm interested in. I'd like to see Winston. Maybe. If you're thinking Bill's the guy, Bill's the guy. Maybe he can turn around the interceptions for Winston. I think... Winston, quote me if I'm incorrect here. I think Winston 
got LASIK eye surgery or something like that. He said he was almost blind throwing the football last year. Is that true? He he, he did get the surgery, but I think I think I don't know. I think that was a little fucking phony, little fugazi, little trying to get a contract type of move. That's gonna be real interesting, Nikki. We rarely agree when it comes to sports, but one thing we've been agreeing on these last couple weeks. We love Jameis Winston. I love him. I really do. I think if he can be consistent, get the picks down to about seven in, instead of 30. Seven. That's a, that's a tall order. Listen, I think if he does that, you mark my words on this show today, I think Winston is a future Hall of Fame quarterback he's gonna keep putting up the numbers and I told you a number of times he reminds me a lot of Brett Favre he'll just throw the ball and throw the ball and throw the ball and until he has 600 yards and six interceptions so he'll have the numbers but my question mark is gonna be if he's gonna get the right coaching around him and if he's gonna have the right playmakers around him so where do you think the best fit is for Jameis Crablegs Winston <laughs> that that honestly that's a tough call honestly I, I really do think New England would be great for him because of Belichick but like I said they don't they don't have the weapons for him if you look at a team like maybe the Chargers that's an interesting that's an interesting look for him. Maybe Pittsburgh. He goes behind Ben for a few years. You know I'd love that. I'd love to have Jameis in Pittsburgh. I really would. I would love for him to be behind Ben for one year. For him it's gonna be tough though, because you're talking ego now. He's gotta ride the bench. He's not gonna start over Ben. He's gotta ride the bench for a few years. It's a question of whether he's willing to win and learn. Or if he's just a me guy. Now that we're speaking on Ben, I got a question for you, Jersey Jerry. Shoot. How many years do you think this guy's got left? He looks terrible. I've, I know you've seen the videos. Him at the West Virginia game looking like the Mountaineer. Him at home looking like he's been quarantined for four months. Forget about a week. He's, he looks like he's been in quarantine since, since October. Where, how many years do you think he got left, G? Listen, Ben Roethlisberger, in my opinion, in my honest opinion, I'm a diehard Steelers fan, and I'm going to try to not be biased here. I think Ben has a maximum, a maximum of two years. And listen, I've been getting a lot of text messages over these last couple days have you seen Ben? Look at Ben. Have you seen the beard on him? Look at him. He's about 300 pounds. He looks more like Brett Kiesel than Ben Roethlisberger right now. Listen, easy with Brett Kiesel. That's my <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, I know you like him. But listen to this. Uh, you can mark my words. With this, Ben has, listen, Ben has had a lot of good defenses over the years. This is a great one. This Th is a great defense for Pittsburgh, and I will admit that. I will admit that. This is... This defense right here is a top five defense, and you give Ben Roethlisberger one more weapon? 
like Eric Ebron at tight end, which he just got a couple days ago. This team is going to be dangerous, and Big Ben is going to come back, and he's going to prove everybody wrong. Let me let me ask you a quick question. How big of an upgrade do you think Ebron is over, say, uh, a Vance McDonald or uh, what's the guy? Who who they get from Seattle? Nick Vanette. Yeah. Yeah, Nick Vanette. Nick Vanette, right? Nick Vanette is gone. He just signed a deal somewhere else. Forget about Nick Vanette. I think Ebron is going to flourish in Pittsburgh. I think Vance McDonald is going to be the number two. And I think what they're going to do this year a lot in Pittsburgh, I think they're going two tight end sets. Double, double tight ends. Double tight ends a lot. And I think Ebron, listen, Ben Roethlisberger does not have a good red zone target. He hasn't. Deontay Johnson is a small guy. Juju hurt last year. He hasn't been playing. He's actually played, what, one game with Ben? Just him and Ben as the number one in New England, and he got, they got smoked over there. But listen, Juju's not a red zone type of guy. You know who's a red zone type of guy? Eric Ebron. Well, if you're asking me, I think Pittsburgh has a few question marks when it comes to the receiving. I think they need another number. I think they need a number one guy, a big guy in the draft. I don't think they're going receiver in the draft. I think they're going right to running back. And that was my second question mark. I don't think Connor's got it. I think Connor Connor was a one year wonder, and he's done. Listen, Connor's been fighting injuries. He's not a one year wonder type of guy. Let him get back healthy. If he has a down year again, then you could start talking that. But for now, the guy just beat cancer a couple years ago. Show some respect on James Conner. I re- <laughs> listen. I, I respect the cancer thing, but I don't. I don't respect the numbers he put up this year. Number one and number two. You just said yourself they're going running back in the draft. Gee, they're going running back in the draft because they don't really got a number two running back. I mean, you look at what these teams are doing nowadays. They got good running backs. For a backup and a starter. Very good. Like, look what look what the Saints did. Latavius Murray, Alvin Kamara. I like that duo a lot. A lot of teams are starting to do that nowadays. All I'm saying is, is Pittsburgh has a few question marks offensively. Whether it's Ben's going to be what Ben was. Whether it's they need another receiver, which I think they do. Or whether it's James Conner a running back. I do think they're going to be right there come playoff time. But I'm not I'm not sold on Pittsburgh like you are. Listen, you you're starting to get me a little upset here, and I don't want to blow a gasket. But what I do want to do, let's turn the tables a little bit. Why don't we, right? Let's get into what the fuck the Cowboys are going to do this year. They lost Byron Jones, a lockdown cornerback. All right, if you want to talk Cowboys, because, listen, I've been seeing a lot of hate on the Cowboys with the offseason moves they've been making. But I, I study this shit, Jerry. This is what I do. This is this is All day long, this is what I do. So I'm going to break down a few things for you. Number one, number one, I love the Gerald McCoy pickup. I don't know how you feel about that, but I love it. You, it Dallas had a big problem last year stopping the run. Very weak up the middle. We're going to have Vander Esch back next year. The linebacking core is nothing to joke around with. I'm a big fan of Vander Esch. I like the kid a lot from Boise State. 
He's a very good linebacker. Right? Very good. Very good. Then they go out, they get ha-ha Clinton Dix. Ha-ha <laughs> Clinton Dix. Listen, that guy, I don't know what the hype about this guy is. I really don't. I think he fucking sucked. Three teams in three years? Nobody wants him. Nobody. And, of course, what Jerry Jones always does is go after these guys who are fucking troublemakers. Ha-ha has never made trouble, number one. Number two... Jerry gives guys second chance, so I, I I don't I don't like the Jerry slander. I always hear the Jerry Jones slander. I don't like it. He always gives second chances. He's a believer, like a Randy Gregory, who will be back this year to rush the edge. Bully season. Yeah, Randy Gregory, right? I was chatting with him on Instagram a couple months back. I told him about bully season, right? And I what remember, does he do? I remember. What does he do? He goes out and gets fucking suspended again. Fuck Randy Gregory. He tripped up. Give him some respect. Relax. Everybody makes mistakes. So you have Randy Gregory coming back. The defense, sacking the quarterback is not a problem for Dallas. I think you shirt up the middle with Gerald McCoy. Definitely an upgrade. You get ha-ha in the secondary. And I like a guy by the name of Donovan Wilson. Very under the radar, late draft pick. Who did you say? Yeah, exactly. That's what I, been, I never heard of that I guy. I know you didn't. They probably got him right off the fucking street. He was, he showed out in the preseason last year. The preseason. Listen, Here listen, listen. I can't, Nick, listen, do me Let, a favor. Get, hear me out. I'll hear you. Go ahead. So he showed out in the preseason. He gets injured, misses some time, comes back, doesn't get a lot of playing time. Jason Garrett, you know he's not a great coach. They don't really know what they're doing with the talent over there. I think they use Tavon Austin as more of an end-around guy. They had they had uh, Randall Cobb returning punts. I mean, the, the guy doesn't know what he's doing with his staff. So I look for this new coaching staff to maybe utilize him a little better. You got depth at secondary. You can draft maybe an Xavier McKinney. I think Dallas's defense will sure up. Byron Jones, big loss, no question. But offensively, you get Dak back. You got Amari Cooper. You got Zeke. You got all you need. You're going to put up points. So you're telling me all this good stuff, right? What happened to the Dallas Cowboys tight end, Jason Wynn? I didn't see him going anywhere. What was that about? Yeah, bro. I mean, listen. You know I love you know I love Wit. You like Wit like you like Romo. You love them. I love Romo. You know I like Wit. He's gone. He's in Oakland. Or not Oakland, excuse me, Las Vegas now. He's with the Raiders. And listen, I wish him the best, but I also like Blake Jarwin a lot. He's a very athletic, tight end, young guy. He maybe hasn't got the opportunities he needed, but I think he'll give he'll give the Cowboys a little jolt at the tight end position. I can't wait, Nicky, because you know who Dallas plays this year, right? They're playing the Pittsburgh Steelers in Jerry World, and I can't wait for Pittsburgh to beat the fucking brakes off of that shitty fucking team. I can't wait. You're 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 real sure about that, huh? I'm positive. Okay. So you're you're a betting man, right? 
You like to bet? Yeah, I was betting ponies yeah, today. Yeah, you bet the ponies today. How'd that work out? Not good. 200, Not good. 200 down. So since I'm such a mush and you're telling everybody fade numbers, fade numbers, why don't we make a friendly little wager? Let's make the wager. Go ahead. Okay. How about this? Something permanent so you can remember the loss. What do you mean permanent? Like a like a tattoo or something? That's exactly what I was thinking. When the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott, who already beat the Steelers, mind you, when they beat up on Pittsburgh again, I want you to get a little tat. I don't care if it's a, a fucking microphone. I want you to get a little tat to remember my favorite cowboy, Tony Romo. And yep. if and if Pittsburgh wins, maybe I'll get a little bus tattooed on my ass. Like a Jerome Bettis yeah, type of bus, yeah, right? Yeah, something I'll, like that. Listen, I'm down for that wager because... I am 100% positive that Dak Prescott will not do a fucking thing against this Steelers defense, and I can't wait. I hope the game is on Thanksgiving because if it's on Thanksgiving, I don't even got to use a fucking vacation day from work. I'll fly right to Jerry World with you, and me and you could witness firsthand the fucking beatdown the Steelers are going to put on the Cowboys. And then we'll fly back to New Jersey and you can get your go- you can you, you you can go get your little fucking shit tattoo. Okay, Jerry. You call me numbers and I'm going to show you why they call me numbers. I'm going to throw some numbers at you. Last time Pittsburgh played the Dallas Cowboys, 35 to 30 was the score. Very important number right there. Dak Prescott, mind you as a rookie, threw for 319. Two touchdowns. No interceptions. Zeke ran wild. 114 yards, two touchdowns, and he had another 95 receiving yards and a touchdown. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be the same story, different year. Same story? No, that's false. Because Pittsburgh's defense that year wasn't built like they're built right now. They had Artie Burns on that defense a couple years back. It's a totally different year. Big Ben will show up in Jerry World. That defense, it will be locked down. And Dak Prescott is going to have nowhere to go when, in my opinion, who should have been Defensive Player of the Year in T.J. Watt. I agree. I agree. Sacks his fucking little punk ass. One thing you got to remember, though, Jerry, Dak was a rookie. Barely knew the NFL. He's been progressing, getting better, working hard. He, he might throw for about 419 this year. You're going to look like a real fucking sucker. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make you get Ben Roethlisberger's beard that you've been making fun of. I'm going to get that tattooed right on your fucking ass. You fucking mush motherfucker. Yeah, okay, okay right. I'm a mush. Okay. You've been saying that. I don't like it. I'm not a mush. You're not a mush. Listen, I had a buddy in the group chat, right? Sent me a message, a picture of one of your fucking UFC parlays <laughs> that you went one for nine on. Yeah, okay. All right, listen. I know exactly what you're talking about. And they were close. I didn't... Yes, I went one winner out of ten games fights, but but they were all close fights. Close fights. Nikki, how could it be close? You went one for ten. You want to actually, you want to hear a funny story? 
I didn't even tell you about this bet. I put in a little futures bet a while back on the bet. And this is just this is just sickening to me. On the bet, I had uh, the Toronto Raptors over for wins for the year, which I ju- I was just informed that if they don't finish the season, even if they play 81 games, if they miss one game, the bet's voided. Mind you, they already hit the over. And then on top of that, I had the Kansas Jayhawks to win the national championship. And now it looks like that's done. So it seems like whenever I have the winners, I can't catch a break. And, and they take it away from me. Actually, if, if you remember, this is just, you know what? I, I'm, you, you say fade numbers, but I got winners. I do have winners. If, it's just I've been having a lot of bad luck. If you remember, coming up to the Super Bowl, I told you every single day I told you, this is for about two weeks straight, I said, since the Pro Bowl, before the Pro Bowl, I said, tails, bet tails for the coin toss. You're really going to go with this story right now? Just listen, because I have win. I do have winners. I know the story. I know you know the story, because I told you tails, 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 every single day. For some reason, when Super Bowl Sunday came around, I happened to bet heads. So you pretty much did a reverse mush on your own self. <laughs> listen, listen, you know what I was thinking? You know what I was thinking? I was thinking, they say fade yourself and you'll win. I kept saying fade yourself and you win, fade yourself and you win. So the next thing I knew, I bet heads and I bet the Niners. But, but, I knew the winners were the Chiefs and heads. Coming from... The kid who has a Jack Daniels pint glued to his hand at all times. Listen, out of respect, the governor, Phil Murphy, just said liquor stores are an essential need right now. So so don't disrespect me on that. Essential need. Maybe, listen, you're lucky that you're even on the show today. Because I had Nicky Nards coming on the show today. Let, listen to this. You told me. Hey, I wasn't going to be able to make it. I got a guy, Nicky Nards, from high school, funny guy, wants to tell a couple stories, get him on the show. That's what I did this morning. I tried to get Nardachone here. He came here stumbling. He couldn't even talk. We sat down to do the pot, and he froze up. He said, Jer, listen, I'm sorry. I can't even function right now. That's how tuned up Nardachone was today. Yeah, but let me ask you a question. Was he a funny guy? Narda Joan is a very funny guy. He, he is. And I was a little skeptical, I was, about having Narda Joan here today. Because I know Narda Joan, ex-military. Little hothead. Little hothead, yeah, little wild. Right. I know. I know he likes hitting the bottle a little bit when he's around the boys. You know what I mean? But today, wow. Okay, that's fine. Just uh, reschedule with him. Yeah, I'm going to have to get Nardachone back here on the show. Um, I'm just going to have to have one rule with Nards. Listen, beer only. Because once, once he starts hitting that vodka, wow. Is that what he had the vodka today? <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. He had the listen, vodka. Sometimes it goes that way. You know how it goes. But but I think I think you would very much like having him on the show after a few beers. Yeah. 
I'm definitely going to have Nardachone back on the show. Because, you know, I was so excited. Because you, you know how big I am on the military. Huge, huge. Uh, every time I walk in the door, I get reminded when I see the American flag. I love the military. Nardachone is ex-military. I was looking forward to getting a few stories out of him. I know he was in Poland. I know he was in Germany. I know he's seen a lot of shit. He was just telling me how he's been working overnights, doing security at the Claremont Hospital. I wanted to get into some of those stories too. It was just like a little unfortunate today. But Nardachone will be back on this show. Mark my words. Speaking of ex-military hospitals, I want to give a big shout out to these guys, like the first responders, the police officers, these nurses. They're doing a fantastic job with the chaos that's been going on. And another special shout out to Nikki Numbers for stopping by the house today, bailing me out, doing a pod with me. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. Follow me on Instagram, JerryTheKid21. On Twitter, JerseyJerry21. That wraps the show up today. And as always, thanks for stopping by. Out of respect, Ma, put on the macaronis. (laughs) 